Welcome, Faith Family Church. Uh, we just finished listening to Dan Herbster preach What You Really Need from 1 John chapter 5, verses 6 through 12. And so his series has been Basics for Believers. Every time he's been preaching, he's been preaching through 1 John. And so this series has lasted uh, like over two years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't preach every Sunday. Uh, but he's been preaching more lately. But what, a, what an excellent exposition. And so what we're doing here is just kind of modeling how you can talk about this uh, at home, over the kitchen table. Um, just talk about it with your friends as well. So we're just kind of, just kind of modeling this. It's good to um, talk about what you received. You, you have... Mm-hmm. Uh, you have eaten a lot of food, and, and you need to digest that. You need to talk about that. Um, wh- what is it called when you often go to a conference and then you talk about the conference um, after? Debrief? Is that debrief. what it's called? Yeah, like de- debrief. And For so, that, yes. Yeah, so like every Sunday, you can, you can kind of like debrief. You can, you can talk about what you just received with someone else. And so it's good to um, listen to preaching in community, and then, and this is one of the ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. So First John chapter five, verses six through twelve. Of course, um, he he began the sermon with his typical uh, periodic table and mm-hmm. the basic elements, and he showed us that this one, this passage, dealt mainly with the truth test, and then he talked about verses six through nine, the evidence, the evidence, and. Um, there were what three three witnesses. Three witnesses. Yes, water, blood, and then the spirit. So yeah, he had like little chart, water and the which blood. I, which I appreciate. And, yes, that's yeah, right. That's which I really right. appreciate. <laughs> uh, and it's good because it's a it's hard because there are good there are good options on mm-hmm. on either of those. Yes. You know, like it maybe it refers to the Lord's Supper, the blood. Right. And so, but I, I what what I know, First John, and I, I think that Dan was right on with it. It's it refers to water refers to Christ's baptism, mm-hmm. blood refers to Christ's death, and then yes. and then the other witness was the Holy Spirit. Well, that chart was very helpful too because he's and it showed you the interpretation of that passage. Uh, it, it can be a gray area. We're pretty convinced mm-hmm. on what it is, but it could mm-hmm. be a gray area. And there are other people who love the Lord who yes. agree differently on that. And so he illustrated that with the chart, yes. which you know typically my charts I'll like put my position at the bottom. And then he had like option one, option two. I'll just put heresy one. If you disagree <laughs> That's with right. Me, heresy two. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, but anything stick out to you um, in the evidence section that you want to talk about? With the baptism, uh, talking about that it shows the Trinity uh, and gives us a, a good look at the, uh, or the water yes. the baptism. Yes. Uh, the deity of Jesus. The identifying with sinners. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. And, yes. Um, like so why that, Jesus was baptized, yes. he was to identify with us. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and so that, that one kind of took my collective breath away for a second. Mm. And uh, as in um, then, uh, I don't know, the, just the fact that uh, this sermon at that point for me was going to be Christ-focused for and Mike, you need to pay attention here. Mm-hmm. You need to pay attention about what, um, you know, because if you're born and raised in church, you hear this a lot. And if you're not careful, this loses its effect. And how, mm. or, or, or maybe we become immune or, or numb to it. Cauterized to the holy things, yes. 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 <laughs> and then when he went to the Spirit, 
uh, obviously the blood, but then when we went to the spirit, that the spirit keeps me focused mm. on what this sacrifice of Christ mm. is that so he, he was identifying with yes. me. And then when he talked about baptism, he actually went to uh, Matthew yeah. and read the baptism, and then I think went to Luke right. and read the baptism, which our people are just not used to. They're used to opening up. Yeah, and, he's right there. yeah so I like that he did right. that. Yep. He's used to opening up, staying in the passage the whole time, but he shot over there really quickly before he, he shot back and finished it. Um, yeah, that was good. So um, the three witnesses, baptism, and then he talked about the baptism, the crucifixion of Christ, and he talked about the, the, um, the blood you know, and how important that was and how some Christians are, um, you know, they get a little wheezy. You know, they get a little... Some movements, and I mean, there is a yes. whole movement to pretty much, uh, it looks like to me, just erase that from, yes. from our doctrine. Yes. Yeah. You can't erase that. And he talked about substitutionary atonement, why, why the blood is so important for our salvation. Yes. Uh, you know, no, yeah. no blood, no, no salvation. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, penal substitutionary atonement, which the, it just... It is sadly re rejected. I mean, there are some churches. I mean, it's it's scary. It's scary to me yes. <laughs> that some churches are like, "Yeah, God didn't punish." It's not. Let's not frame it in terms of God punishing Jesus, which is just. It's counter. It's counter to something like First John is just so clear. You know, God is love. Like it's this mm. book of love, and then it also uses words like like these, that Jesus died for our sins. Yes. He is the propitiation for our sins. He, yes. he absorbed the wrath of God for us. And, and losing sight of that, it, I, I think it does bring, it brings the, I've heard uh, other pastors say, like, inoculation to the gospel. Mm, yeah. It doesn't, you don't realize how significant this moment is. And that it is, I mean, it, it's the basis for why we're even discussing anything at all. Like, yes. if you have no atonement, you, you, are, you are damned. Yes. Like it's 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 not good. Yes. So yeah. and, and there really shouldn't be any bloodless sermons. Right. Like we, we should talk about the blood. Yes. We should talk about the sacrifice of Christ yeah. every every Sunday. Um, and then I, I, I loved that the our first song uh, after the sermon was There yeah. is a fountain yeah. filled with oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very very graphically brutal yes. uh, wordage with that song in it. Mm -hmm. And and that's not even touches what the cross, you know, signified. Mm -hmm. Yes. Was. But I you know, I don't even know how you, 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 you're denying, if you deny that, and I don't want to go off on a rabbit hole here, but I think it's important because it's such a, a movement right now, especially in, I would say, the hip type of new churches or, or whatever. They right. call themselves a evangelical and maybe on the crust they look like that right but we may be losing the term yes. evangelical yeah. we may be losing the term yes but, but as a believer man i need to you know i need to just camp out at what that true especially as easter is coming up too mm. but every day of my life understand mm. what that sacrifice truly means to the whole understanding mm. of the bible let yes. alone mm -hmm. you know else and I deny the Holy Spirit if he's a truth speaker as, yes. as he said mm. yes uh, if I deny that yes and that was good as well I, he just he did like a little sidestep on this but um, like if if you say the spirit is telling you to do something that doesn't line up with oh, the Bible right that is not the Holy Spirit right that could be your feelings that could be the Antichrist Absolutely. that was so good as right. well. you've never heard that before have you 
We can convince ourselves yes. of anything. Yes, yes, uh, Yeah. Hmm. You're right. Okay, so then he talked about, I mean, the, the first point, the evidence, that was about 80% of his sermon, mm -hmm. maybe like 90%. Mm -hmm. And then, then he went to need, verse 11, how, how we, we need eternal life. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, then the product, verses uh, 10, 10, 11, and 12. And, and then at the end, he, he changed the title of the sermon on us, yes. which, was, which is a really good teaching tool it as was, well. Right. So the title of the sermon was What You Really Need, and then he changed it to Who You Really Need. Mm -hmm. uh, who You Really Need is, is Christ. Um, let's talk about his applications. And let's, mm -hmm. Before we get to applications, anything else you want to hit? You want to talk about? I'm, I, I thought it was great that he said, he kind of framed the sermon as, you know, a sales pitch, and then he and he talked about the third point being the product, and but we're so used to being things being couched in material terms. Yes, that's oftentimes when you show up to church. That's what you think you're you're going to get. You're going to get the little. Th I'm going to take this, and then this is going to help my life be easier next week. Mm -hmm. And and Christianity is the opposite because when you when you come into a relationship with Christ, like your life in many ways will will become more challenging mm, <laughs> and, and get harder. Yours. And yes, it's no longer that? your, your life. life is yeah. no longer yours. Yes, yes. yes. So it, it, I, I did. I really liked the. It was the who you really need uh, because that, that is often the missing piece with with any gospel pronouncement. Mm. It's not just, hey, the, the what of eternal life, but it's I mean who you will be spending it with. Yes, so. that's good. Okay, so applications here. He hit the spiritually malnourished, the spiritually dead, and then the skeptics. So mm -hmm. first spiritually malnourished, that's, that application was mainly for um, the Christian. So mainly for the mm -hmm. Christian um, who's not growing, who's not daily repenting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the old timers just say keep a, keep a short list of, of, of sins. You know, mm -hmm. repent all the time. Um, so any thoughts on just spiritually malnourished? And, uh, you know, he did a good job of, of yeah. how to apply that to, to Yes. You know, and I, unfortunately, in my life, I've spent time there. Mm -hmm. And um, so he gives you, some very By the way, you do such a great job of, like, the younger, like, I'm always, like, the spiritually malnourished, you guys over there. And then you always do such a great job of, like, we're the spiritually malnourished guy. The young buck. You know, so I, I didn't do some of the practical things. Uh, that he talked about being in this, being in scripture, mm. confessing sin, prayer, uh, having that, you know, and it was just I, I can blame it on a bunch of things. The the point was it was, I think I malnourished myself to be mm. honest. I think mm. it was it was me who did that, not anyone else. Like uh, you had a buffet, but you didn't. You didn't I, yeah, always I, eat it. I had options. Yes, and mm. I I don't I, I'm. You know, I, I don't know exactly why, but I chose to, to stay mm. malnourished. And um, so I, I identified with that one real quickly, and, mm. I, and I felt like I wanted to get up here and say, listen to him on this. Listen to him. <laughs> yes. Don't be, um, don't, don't walk that. Mm. That is a, mm. that's, uh, it's just, it's soul crushing. Mm. It is not, you know, it, it's not who we're, that's not how we're supposed to live as believers. Right. And, and so that, that was what caught, caught me. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That was good. great. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even know necessarily what to add to that because it is, it just, we, we can always, even, even when we are in the middle, well, before the panel, we were kind of talking about like 
some, some people take a, a ritual spin on Christianity. Mm, yes. You can be doing all of these things, like reading my Bible, I'm praying. I'm, I see it, your point too. But, but the, the caution, the warning for me is like, do you believe? Mm-hmm. And that's, which is First John is, it's perfect mm. because that is yes. how we, we know we have eternal life is by believing in, in the Son. So. Which can bleed over into the spiritually dead one. Which is where we're going next. Yeah. Nice transition there. <laughs> we can All right. be, yeah. So spiritually dead, very gospel-centered. So that's, of course, the first application was to the, to the Christian, the, you know, the weak Christian. Then the second application was to the, um, the, you know, the, the non-Christian, the spiritually dead. Mm-hmm. And so good to hear a pastor say, if you don't know Christ, you are a dead man yeah. mm-hmm. spiritually. You know, not not that not that we can help you improve, but you you are dead. You are spiritually dead, and you need something, someone to make you alive. Are we just? I guess when we're in that state, we don't want to believe that, do we? Mm. We we don't want to believe that there is no spiritual life in us. Oh, I'm coming to church mm. uh, because lost people who are dying and going to hell come to church. Mm. I read the Bible, people who are lost and dying and go yes. to hell, read the Bible. Yes. So what, what is it, what's the focus on? Like he said, belief, real mm. true belief mm. and repentance in, in, in Jesus, mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. And, um, and, and so, yeah, that, that's the scariest one to be at mm. uh, because we can convince, there are those that know that they're lost. Yes. But there are those that have that, um, believe that by their works, the good things they do, they're not a bad person, God wouldn't send me to hell, whatever it is, right. believes that that's not them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and two truths are simultaneously true. So you believe and you'll be saved. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. It takes the breath of God to awaken a dead man. Absolutely. That, that is true. Yes. You know, both are true. Yes. And so yes. you, you hear, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, to, I, I, but I, I thought about that, Kyle, mm-hmm. as I was back there. But I do not believe that any person who truly seeks after God, mm. God will deny. He says that. he, he yes. won't do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So search after God for those mm-hmm. that are in there, you know, and because... As you know, theologically, we, the, the Holy Spirit is guiding you that way. Right. Does it, that we don't want to get really bogged into to that. We want them to believe, to trust in Christ. Yes. To bank. That was a good. Yeah. That was a good mm-hmm. thing to bank on, mm-hmm. on Christ. That's a, yeah. that's a neat way to put it. Martin Lloyd Jones. He would talk about that all the time. So um, yeah, really good. Anything you want to add to that before we get to the third application? Oh, I think that's great. You said we just we fully covered it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Completely, hundred ten percent. All right. So then the last one was the uh, skeptics' application, um, and and you know we we have we'll frequently have skeptics that attend our church and probably weekly skeptics that attend our church and. And, um, you know, they'll take more notes than, than <laughs> some of our faithful Christians here, you know, just depending on how you, uh, how you learn and how you listen. Um, but I thought it was good to address the skeptics as, as, in a blunt way. And I, I really like how he said, um, you know, you, you often will accuse Christians of just believing what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. Well, that works both ways. You can just mm-hmm. believe what you want to believe as well. Right. Um, and so 
so good. He laid out a perfect argument for Christianity to skeptics, but then in the end said, uh, no argument is going to convince you no. to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is the gospel. This is God's work in your heart. Right. Yeah, the, the skeptic lays claim to, to really nothing at the end of the day. Mm. And, and by nature of it, and I, I've, I think we've all had our, our moments of skepticism on, on, any, on any given issue. But but you really like you feel you feel maybe like you're in control or you have power over any other set of claims. Mm. But but the thing that that is compelling about Christianity is that it, it lay claims over all of our other claims, mm. and and it and it challenges skepticism in a way that like skepticism can challenge uh, any belief system. But Christianity challenges the skeptic yes. and and lays claim to their mm. their life. Um, so, which is just, it, it, it's helpful to know. It's not, it's not a power move, but, but if, if at the end of the day, if, if reality is, as reality is according to the word of God, which we, we believe by faith, and we have the testimony of, of three witnesses, and then also, what, 500 witnesses to the resurrection. Yes. And the overarching like, witness of the Father. Yes. We talked about, yes. Then, then there is something that is, that is there that should be examined. And, and that, that compels us to, to further look at the word, as, as we were encouraged to do, which is yes. great. That's great. Any closing comments you have? I'm good. Okay. Faith family, we love you. Look forward to seeing you next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.